It's episode 11 of Yuzuru Hanyu is my emergency contact, the Fanyu Fanmi podcast. And this week, we're talking about what it is like to work for the most boss, boss in the world, Yuzuru Hanyu. If you've ever tweeted about Yuzu, sketched him, baked cookies themed to his costumes, written a thesis about him, or sculpted him out of butter, which is still on my to do list, Then you're an official employee at Hanyu HQ. Whether you're an entry level employee still getting your hashtags straight or have set some serious career goals, I'm talking to you, senior Yuzu hair adjuster applicants, you'll want to attend this team meeting. And after that, we'll make some hot chocolate. Ghana Red Apron Fanyu's, you'll definitely want to stick around. As I share my opinion on why I think Yuzu is always thinking, why I think it should always be in front of a microwave, and why I think it's all for us. Seno. I'm sending Yuzu a card for Boss's Day. You might think I'm using the term boss in the urban sense that he is of a higher life form than most feeble humans, which is true. However, I am using it in the person who is in charge of a worker group or organization sense because I work for Yuzu. He is my CEM, my chief executive muse, and I'm not alone. Thousands of other fan yus work at Hanyu HQ with me. There may not be a water cooler where we can gather on breaks and take bets on what color Yuzu will have chosen to make the water that day. But we're colleagues nonetheless. Before it became the thing to work from home, we were already there. We're at laptops and tablets, iPhones and Androids, desktops and coffee shops. We work with Sharpies and styluses, pencils and pixels, canvas and Canva, brushes and bandwidth. We ship out GIFs and memes and desktop themes. Some of us even sculpt butter. There's the newsroom, the dark room, the art studio, the writer's desk, the archives, and one whole department dedicated to LGC hair. Plus, we're international. Cirque du Soleil has nothing on us. We have at least one location in nearly every country. We have as many languages as Google Translate and can speak them more adeptly, too. Figure Skating Empire branch in Mongolia? Team. That's yes in Mongolian. Yuzu said it best when asked about his lack of social media presence. Why should he do it? The fans do it for him. Most of us try to keep with the company culture of humility, gratitude, and kindness. But every company needs a couple employees who will curse out the ISU when absolutely necessary. In the kindest way, of course. Did I consider other careers? Sure. There is a short list of positions I considered applying for prior to joining Hanyu HQ. Entry level Ghana hot chocolate commercial scarf holder. I don't know what college degree you need in order to be deemed qualified in this skill, but I clearly didn't major in the right subject. I mean, I can hold things. I can even hold things without dropping them. Doesn't carrying eight Trader Joe's bags to my fourth floor apartment count for something? I'm quite certain I could keep hold of a fluffy red scarf with yuzu attached to it. 
Professional Yuzu Fanner. Looking for someone to stand in the general vicinity of two-time Olympic gold medalist Yuzuru Hanyu and fan him. Who wouldn't answer that job listing? Potential carpal tunnel syndrome? I'll go to physical therapy. Possible equipment malfunction? I'll bring my own backup fan. The biggest risk would be the probability of bursting into flames if Yuzu glanced at you. That position better come with a serious workers' compensation package. Ice Rink Sendai Night Shift Manager Let's be honest. We've all thought this through by now. Someone in Sendai won the Yuzu lottery. Someone must be letting Yuzu into the building for his 2 a.m. training sessions. I mean, is there a possibility that Yuzu just has a set of gold keys to let himself in and turn the lights on? Sure. But I'd like to think instead that there is someone who has lived a good enough life that the universe deemed them worthy of this most awesome gift. Sitting in the adjacent office in the middle of the night while Yuzu perfects the quad axle out on the rink. Plus, I'd also feel better knowing he isn't heaving himself onto the ice with zero supervision. If by some chance this person is up for early retirement, please notify me immediately. I will apply for my work visa stat. Senior Yuzu Hair Adjuster The most coveted of all positions. Follow Yuzu around during his commercial shoots and fix his hair. I can just imagine how this job interview would go. And are you willing to reach up and touch Yuzu's hair whenever? Yes! A quick side note to the current senior Yuzu hair adjuster. I see you. I see you reach up and fix Yuzu's hair when there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. And to this I say, I'd do the exact same thing, keep living the dream. But since I don't have a doctorate in scarf-holding slash fan-waving, am not a resident of Sendai, and apparently haven't been deemed the luckiest person alive, my career path led me to jump onto a podium at Hanyu HQ. Though there may not be paychecks, health insurance, or a 401k, company morale remains at a world record high. Maybe one day we'll form a company softball league, but only if Yuzu will come pitch for us. In the meantime, I'm proud to have a parking pass for the Hanyu Empire, because my boss is a boss. Why do I think Yuzu has so many fan yous working tirelessly at Hanyu HQ? Because he knows us. He makes sure there's a strawberry cake in the break room every day because it's always at least one fan you's birthday somewhere in the world. But seriously, Yuzu is the world's most out-of-pocket, in-pocket celebrity, though I hate using that word. No one is more tuned into his fans' fears, hopes, and feelings than Yuzu. And despite being headlined as an Instagram star to watch, Man, I laughed my face off at that one. He has no personal social media presence. Oh, he's watching. He's just not in the muck shouting Boku Omite. I think he's far more interested in looking at us. Yes, just like the gift that broke the fan news would lead us to believe. 
In a recent interview about the upcoming Olympics, he even acknowledges that while his fans may want his dream to come true, we must be scared that if he lands the quad axle, he will retire. Obviously, he has been aware of this fear for a very long time, but the fact that he directly addressed it made me love him even more, which, for the record, simply isn't possible. We've never even met, yet Yuzu has treated my feelings with more care and concern than my past boyfriends. But that's another episode entirely. And it's that care and awareness which keeps morale so high at Hanyu HQ and keeps Yuzu always thinking. Yuzu has no vacancy. As much as I know we would all love to check in, turn back in your keys to the Hanyu Hotel because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Yuzu's constant train of thought. He always, Itsumo, looks like he's thinking. It doesn't matter if he's skating in a circle, picking out the best plant for a terrarium, or trying desperately to pull English out of thin air in an Olympic press conference where mysteriously, but thankfully for the fanus, no translators are present. And why is that? The always thinking part, not the no translators part. What is it that makes Yuzu incapable of being devoid of thought? One reason? Yuzu is brilliant. Of all those times you pictured Yuzu sitting at his laptop working on his thesis, assuming you're still counting, did he ever have a vacant look on his face? I bet not. Glasses? Yes. Vacant look? No. You just can't be as smart of a person as Yuzu and your brain decide to take a Yasumi. I'm sure he looks just as focused while playing Monster Hunter. Well, let's be honest, probably even more focused while playing Monster Hunter. But it isn't just when doing something that requires a certain level of attention. It's also when he's unwrapping a Ghana bar to make hot chocolate, or waiting for the milk in the microwave, or choosing between heart-shaped sugar cookies, or determining the number of mini marshmallows he can delicately pick up at once without dropping them and thus freaking out. Sidebar now that we've gone down the Ghana hot chocolate commercial rabbit hole. And folks, this isn't the masquerade dark corner or the blinding lights darkest corner. Hmm, can I really proclaim that corner darkest? Maybe I should stick with the chocolate theme and say it is the 70% dark corner. Yuzu always needs room to grow. But this hot chocolate rabbit hole is my absolute favorite place to be. Aside from being the best display of Yuzu's the more layers I am wearing, the more sexy I exponentially become phenomenon, there is another mystical quality to these commercials that I am yet to fully comprehend. Yuzu's Ghana Commercial Japanese. Now, I don't speak a tremendous amount of Japanese. When putting together more than a basic sentence, I call in help from a native speaker. Not Yuzu, but wouldn't that be awesome? To ensure I'm saying what I mean to say, and not inadvertently calling someone a sponge, if I've already done that somewhere within this podcast, now is the time to tell me. I mean, Yuzu's Japanese is always at an endearment level of 100%, but give him a red apron and it goes off the charts. Is it just me? 
Some fan use go for the whisper-soft yuzu-speak of the Nishikawa or Sekisei commercials. I'm all about the, I have not the foggiest what you just said, but I'm going to dive through the TV, grab you by layer three, and beg you to say it again and again, yuzu-speak. And that happens every single time Yuzu makes hot chocolate. Probably even when he's just making it at home. Okay, that thought has put me in the 80% dark corner. Best of all, I have zero interest in knowing what he is actually saying in these videos. I think it would just ruin it. You hear that, Duolingo? Don't teach me anything Yuzuru Hanyu might say about hot chocolate on a gaishimasu. But enough time in this rabbit hole. If I stay here much longer, I might get stuck or have a litter. Another reason Yuzu can't be vacant? He is curious. If his brain isn't firing for the purpose of saving the world, from unfair judging or from monsters, or making the most fascinating comment in Nihongo while waiting one minute and 30 seconds for hot chocolate to microwave, he's discovering something. Testing out the camera equipment, decorating backstage monitors with Santa hats, or sticking his head inside the world's luckiest Domo mascot. Curiosity doesn't kill this cat, it makes him go viral. I occasionally screenshot some of my favorite fan you tweets and add them to my Yuzu Museum gallery. The first one ever? Yuzu has just arrived to the venue. LGC hair alert. So if that was your tweet in 2018, omerito! But another favorite is a picture of Yuzu working diligently on something at a press conference table. Caption? Just a minute of Yuzu organizing the draw tiles. Yuzu can't just sit somewhere and look dim. A skill for which certain other figure skaters receive a really high PCS and actually deserve it. But my favorite reason for Yuzu's lack of vacancy, Yuzu wants to entertain us. Even if it doesn't involve shiny black pants and half-hearted ass-shaking in the let-me-entertain-you way, or totally committed earthiness in the blinding lights way, Yuzu wants us to be pleased. He wants to give us things to screenshot, tweet about, sketch, and cross-stitch. Cause man, can some of us fan use whip up those yuzu cross stitches fast. Nothing demonstrates this desire better than the multiple, and I do mean multiple, behind the scenes specials aired by TBS Channel 2 for Stars on Ice and Dreams on Ice. While I am completely grateful for these specials, I also need to say, I see what you're doing, and so do the other fan use. We see you giving us a three-and-a-half-hour special with a grand total of eight minutes of new Yuzu content. And while we see what you're doing, we're still there for it. Because we remember it all. You can't fool the fan news. We remember seeing Yuzu standing backstage in that particular light warming up before Masquerade. We remember seeing him walk down the hall as the light catches that certain sequin on his costume as he passes the camera. We remember seeing him show those bruises on his legs. That's the stuff fan you nightmares are made of. We even remember seeing him drinking out of that water bottle with that specific shade of water in it. 
You can't pass this stuff off as new content like we weren't paying attention. We notice angles of arms and fingers and degrees of hair parting. Oh, do we notice the hair parting. And Yuzu knows this. And thus, he thinks. He thinks of what he can do that will be different, unique, unseen. The longer the side-eye and subtle smirk, the more satisfyingly mischievous the result. Whether he's standing in a huddle, pulling on a glove, or deciding which direction to spin a hot chocolate muddler, he knows we're watching and noticing and cataloging. Gomen Asai, Yuzu. We're not as creepy as we sound. Well, most of us aren't. Well, some of us try. We know how much pressure Yuzu puts on himself, and it doesn't stop with the competitions. He wants us entertained, thrilled, inspired. It's a different pressure. A pressure to show us something we haven't seen before. I'll say it this way this time. I'll wear it this way this time. I'll comb it this way this time. So for all that thanking, Yuzu, Domo arigato gozaimasu. We know you'll always give us something we haven't seen before, at least until TBS Channel 2's next special exclusive never-before-seen backstage special of new Yuzu special content on ice special. And we wouldn't miss it for the Kaimen. Going back and reheating the hot chocolate for a minute, or a minute and 30 seconds, one time I forced, I mean, honored, my best friend by letting him watch the yuzu hot chocolate making video. A few minutes in, my sister, who I had also honored around 32 times before that, looked casually to my friend and stated, you do realize you are watching a video of her honeymoon. That pretty much sums it up. And that's why I can't end this episode without giving some actual airtime to yuzu's Ghana commercial Japanese. See what I mean? That's a favorite. I'm going to have to you may recognize the Yuzu laugh that has started every single episode of the Fan You Fan Me podcast. Yes, it's that fantastic moment from the Zunda hot chocolate making commercial when Yuzu realizes the microwave plays a little melody instead of the expected ching. Ching. <laughs> But why start every podcast episode that way? Because I couldn't think of anything I would rather hear over and over and over while editing episodes at 3 a.m. There's also another Ghana commercial shout-out in each podcast episode. Have you found it? Who am I kidding? You all can figure out what song Yuzu is lip-syncing just by reading his lips. But it's time for my next shift at Hanyu HQ, so... You had to know I had one more. Until next time, say it with me. Yuzuru Hanyu. The Fan You Fan Me podcast is a Back to the Forest production. Back to the forest? <laughs> um, you know, just kidding.